Hi, I'm Maria Daniels, and welcome to my podcast called Successfully Chaotic, where we talk about juggling our business lives and our personal lives and everything that goes with it. That means we talk about wellness, parenting, marriage, business tips, and so much more. For season eight, we have been focusing on moms and business and all the crazy chaos that comes with trying to juggle it all sometimes, right? Join me, sometimes a guest, as we share personal experiences and tips that we have found helpful on our own journey. So let's get started. Driving through days and nights, won't stop for traffic lights. Welcome back to another episode of Successfully Chaotic. I am your host, Maria Daniels, and today we are going to be exploring a topic that actually came from a conversation with someone this morning. We were talking about starting a new business and the fact that the economy has been well, we'll just say questionable the last few years. And she was very concerned with, you know, all of the ups and downs that comes with a challenging economy. And I thought, you know what, this is a question that I think a lot of people have, whether they're trying to decide if they want to leave their nine to five job and go out on their own, or maybe decide to start that side hustle, or maybe they're already a business owner and they're trying to figure out if they want to start another business. So we're going to, today we're going to be kind of talking about this topic a bit. You know, there are definitely economic uncertainties no matter what. But, you know, this is 2023 and we all know that since COVID, you know, the economy has been, you know, very volatile in a lot of areas. And, you know, deciding to start a business definitely deserves thought right <laughs> so you know thinking about you know what all is going on in the economy and in the market in the industry that you know you are considering starting a business in is super important to do so if you're pondering the idea of launching your own business or maybe that second business or that side hustle today's episode is for you so the first thing that you need to think about is just give yourself a reality check, right? We're going to start with giving an honest reality check. The current economy does have ups and downs. And yes, starting a business can be challenging, even in, you know, kind of quote unquote normal circumstances. But history has actually shown that some of the most successful ventures were actually born during these tough times. So I think it's, you know, worth looking at that there can be advantages and disadvantages of starting a business in this economy, but it's important to sit and consider the factors. So I want to first start a little bit about talking about some of those. Um, while the current economic landscape 
presents many, many obstacles. Unique opportunities can arise during those times that kind of give way to entrepreneurial, you know, um, endeavors that are wildly successful. Certain industries thrive despite challenges and actually certain industries pop up because of challenges. So there ends up being these niches where there's an increasing demand for innovative solutions because of whatever is going on, you know, in the economy and in the world that's causing the issues in the economy. You know, so whether, you know, it's something that is already kind of in existence and there's mega growth going on because of what's going on in the economy, or it's kind of something that um, pops up because of, you know, serving a specific need. Um, it's important to kind of think those things through. Um, I think kind of making a list, if you're thinking about this, like kind of make a list, like what are, I like the pros and cons list. Yes, it's simple, but I do like the pros and cons list. What are some pros about starting a business in this um, economic climate? And what are some cons, right? Because there's going to be pros and cons with business, no matter what, no matter, you know, what time, but kind of looking at, you know, what are some pros and cons during this specific, you know, moment, um, I think is important. Um, here are some of the cool things that can kind of pop up in your pros and cons list when you're thinking about, you know, starting a business during kind of some more uncertain economic times. Number one is market gaps and unmet needs. So during economic downturn, customer preferences, they change. Demands, they shift. So you can look at you know, what is going on in the market and look for market gaps, which are unmet needs that have emerged as a result of these changing circumstances. You know, being able to identify what these gaps are helps you develop, you know, services or products that can cater to the new demands. And that helps to actually give your business a competitive advantage over other businesses that have started during, you know, different economic times. Another thing to kind of look at is technology advancements. You know, when you are thinking about, you know, starting a new business, thinking about advancements in technology helps you create opportunities because it improves uh, processes, enhances customer experiences, operations are optimized. It really helps to kind of think about these things during, you know, these economic um, challenges. A lot of times you will actually see technology kind of improve and increase because of what we said in, in number one, right? Market gaps and unmet needs. They see you know, their specific needs, a lot of times the technology advancements kind of go up and that can actually help with being able to give innovative solutions to small businesses, to even larger businesses, to be able to meet the internal needs of their business, as well as consumer customer needs of their customers. And, you know, being able to embrace these things, it helps your business adapt and thrive in the current environment. It's also important to kind of look at you know, looking at how to use technology to be able to cut costs during, you know, the times where the economy is kind of iffy and really balance that technology versus 
you know, um, human interaction um, and do that care plan. And we've, we've talked about that in the past with some episodes. I'm all for using AI um, on some things, but you don't want to replace your entire um, operation with just AI because you're losing that personal touch. But being able to use it smart, right? Use it intelligently to be able to cut down just the busy work that happens is also a great thing to be able to do to be able to cut costs and improve you know the ability for you to be able to serve your customer another thing to look at is industry trends and transformations looking at what is going on in the industry that you are in or you're considering getting in is huge because a lot of times they've either been accelerated or they've been um, reshaped by economic challenges. And sometimes, unfortunately, they have been displaced for whatever reason. So it's important to think about, you know, what is going on in your industry, what's trending and what's not trending, you know, to be able to know, you know, what you need to plan as far as getting your business off the ground or being able to look for an opportunity um you know be able to start your business in such a way that you are able to hit the ground running is obviously a great way to start a business but you need to really know what is going on in that industry to be able to know where the curveballs are you know where are the curveballs where's the, the the pit holes where are the things that's going to happen that's going to allow you to be able to get ahead of the game being able to do this allows you to get ahead of anything that may be going wrong in your industry and allows you to be able to avoid a lot of issues that may arise if you're finding out about these issues after you've already started, right? Another thing to think about is looking, looking at how to use cost-effective strategies to really maximize your capital you know assuming that you're like a lot of people and you're kind of starting your business with minimal you know capital most of us have to bootstrap at the very beginning of our business unless you're lucky enough that you're, you already had maybe another business that you were able to take funds from from selling or whatever and pivot that into starting a new business that's kind of a little bit different but still you need to be smart right there still needs to be cost effective strategies that happen to be able to make the most out of your money right and during tough economic times businesses should definitely look for cost effective strategies to stay afloat and to thrive during these times explore ways to streamline operations to reduce expenses optimize resource allocation being able to learn how to be efficient in your resource management can help to position your business for growth in the long run and that's what i was saying earlier about technology i am definitely you know pro using people right but sometimes you need a few little things done that being able to employ people who can maximize their time by utilizing technology helps to stretch that small business dollar and it makes a big difference in your bottom line. Another thing that you can think about is diversifying yourself into a new market. Um, and 
diversifying yourself into a new market within the market maybe that you've been in or being able to take a market that is already in existence and being able to niche it down to a very specific service or product that helps reach another untapped set of customers or if you already have a business a new customer segment this helps to expand your reach and it opens up fresh revenue streams and really helps to reduce the dependency on a single market or customer base and you know it's a good idea if you don't have a business right now you can kind of utilize that concept to start your business with a specific niche down target in mind and it's great we you hear about niche down niche down niche down and that is fabulous that is very good for focus and to be able to you know um get a business off the ground or make a specific amount of revenue in a specific time frame etc but then i think it's so important that you also look at how do i diversify this how do i take the same concept and i tweak it a little bit to where it is able to be maximized and whenever you're maximizing this you want to make sure that you're able to make more money without you know, doubling your work, double money without double work should always be the goal, right? And again, that goes back to being cost effective on things. It goes about back to really realizing the trends in your industry. It goes back to utilizing technology effectively. And then you want to really listen to your customers feedback and pay attention to what they're saying, what they're saying their needs are, what their preferences are. And the most important thing is to be adaptable and responsive to this because as entrepreneurs, we love what we create so much that sometimes we can get our feelings hurt when somebody wants to give feedback that's maybe not exactly what we thought it was going to be. But I cannot say this enough. Take a deep breath, lift your head up, say, Okay, well, that's not exactly the feedback that I wanted to hear, but I've heard this from multiple people. So maybe I need to pivot and tweak this and try with a little bit of a different method. Taking that feedback is huge and it helps to save you time and money in the long run. And it can make the difference between a successful business and a not successful business. I'm going to kind of pivot back to you know, thinking about starting a business anyway. I think it's important if you're thinking about starting a business in this economy specifically, you ask yourself some very specific questions that are critical to help you gain clarity and make an informed decision. And here are some key questions to consider. Is my business idea solving a problem or fulfilling a need? It's, it's so important to assess whether your business idea addresses a genuine problem or it fulfills a genuine need in the market. Understanding this helps you really to target an audience and be able to address their pain points. And it's a critical to build any business. And I think that is especially important in challenging times, you know, in the economy because a lot of people don't have a lot of extra money right now. So, you know, they're going to be a little more conscientious on what they're spending their money on. So you need to be solving a problem 
in fulfilling a need? And if you ask yourself that and the answer is yes, that's a good sign. Here's another one. What makes my business unique? So basically, what is my USP? Your USP is your unique selling proposition. So what is that USP for your business? And what sets your business apart from competitors? If you've heard me speak at all, you know that I always say that I don't really believe in competition. And I don't because we all make it different, right? You are the person that is creating all these things and your flavor that goes into it is always going to make it a little bit different. But it's still important to know who your competitors are because knowing what they have and they don't have actually helps you go back to number one that we just said a second ago is are you fulfilling a need? Is there a gap, right? Is there a gap in that world that can help you fulfill a need? Because I don't believe in true competition. I believe in collaboration. However, if you see that there's a gap and there's there's an opportunity for you to be able to, to serve through that gap, that is huge. That's great for you. It's great for your competitors too, because you're not playing this back and forth of, oh, mine's better, mine's better, mine's better. I don't want to play the game and you don't want to play that game. But you do need to know what your differentiator is because it helps you stand out and it helps to attract customers that are specifically for you. Another thing to think about, ask yourself this, do I have a solid business plan? Now, a business plan that is well written, that is never implemented is pointless, but a great well thought out business plan is essential for any entrepreneur. It helps you evaluate whether you have a comprehensive plan and with target markets, marketing strategies, financial projections, growth plans. It helps you with like a, like a roadmap, right? And don't get so lost in the weeds on this. You want a roadmap of what you have, what you're going to do, how you're going to do it, where you want to get to, right? You want to know all these things and have it kind of mapped out. And then you want to implement it. Because like I said before, it doesn't matter how amazing your business plan is if it's never implemented. Another question to think about, and nobody likes to think about these things, but it's the truth. Am I financially prepared for the challenges ahead? I cannot tell you how many people I've talked to that are underprepared for the fact that starting a business takes time. It takes time to make the money. It takes time to be able to get to a point where you feel like you have reached your goals. And it requires financial investment. And depending on the type of business that you are starting, there could be minimal you know, financial investment, or there could be a lot of financial investment. Years ago, I used to teach this class called how to start a business with no working capital. It was a pretty popular class because I started a business with no working capital, with no money. I had nothing to be able to start it with. And you can do that, right? Especially in this digital world, there are lots of things that you can do. And to be able to maximize that, you can take what you make from that and put it right back into the business as much as you can, depending on your financial situation right and that allows you to kind of get ahead more quickly the more money that you can put back into the business 
However, there are some businesses that there's no way you can be able to start it with no working capital. I started a coffee shop. Espresso machines are very, very expensive. There was no way that I can do that with no capital. I had to finance that business and it's very expensive. So you have to ask yourself, you know, am I ready to invest financially into this business as needed, even if initially I'm going to have losses before I turn a profit? Because a majority of the time, many, many businesses have losses far before they have a profit. So you need to evaluate your financial readiness and determine whether you have sufficient savings or access to funding or some type of alternative income source to help support your business during the early stages, because it takes time to be able to get to a point of profit. Here's another thing. Ask yourself this question. How will I market and how will I reach my target audience? And along with that is who is my target audience? You need to be able to offer what you have to your customer and to be able to offer that they have to be able to find you right and you have to know who they are to attract them. So being able to know who your customer is what needs you're fulfilling what problems you're solving and how you're going to reach them like where are they right so important because without your customer, you have no business. <laughs> so it's a really important question that you need to ask yourself. And there's plenty more that I could list here, but for the sake of time, the last one I'm going to mention is, what is my long-term vision for this business? I want you to think about that because there's nothing wrong with starting a business that you don't want to do for the rest of your life. And I know that is not popular in the entrepreneurial world because most of us talk about, well, this is my passion, my purpose. Well, I mean, I have lots of businesses. Every one of them is not my passion or my purpose. Some of them are. Some of them are pieces of it are, are my passion and my purpose. And there are some of them I just do because I make money doing it, right? And that's okay. As long as you know what it is for, who it is for, what you're putting into it, you know, that's what's important. And you have to know what is the long-term vision for the business. I am a fan of always building a business with the purpose to sell it. Even if you never sell it, then you're being more conscientious on pouring value into that business. That way, if you ever wanted to sell it, it's worth something, right? You need to consider where you're, where you're seeing yourself in your business in the next few years, maybe you know, in the next 20 years, you need to think about, does this align with your personal and your professional goals as a whole? And you also want to be able to be flexible because I have known people who start their business single, not married with, with no kids. And then, you know, five years later, they're married and have, you know, two, three kids, right? Life changes rapidly and you have to really design this business to where it grows with you or you have an exit plan on, I'm going to get to this point. When I'm at this point, this is the plan that needs to be written down. And again, it can change, right? But it needs to be written down. What are your long-term vision and goals for this business? I think it's important to ask yourself questions all the time and don't feel silly about talking to yourself. I sure don't. Um, it helps you gain clarity on 
all kinds of things. But in this instance, it really helps you to gain clarity on whether starting a business in this economy is a right decision for you. And remember, entrepreneurship requires careful consideration. It really does. And you have to have some level of interest or passion in this venture or it's not going to work. You know, it doesn't have to be like your life's purpose, but it does need to be something that you're interested in, you're passionate about being successful in. And then if, if the answers are yes to all those things, then just embrace the adventure and trust in your abilities to navigate the challenges and opportunities that lie ahead because nothing is perfect and there are definitely going to be ups and downs, but that's just part of it. It's part of the adventure. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you're not already subscribed on your favorite podcast platform, I would ask you to subscribe and share this with a friend because it really helps our podcast grow. And until next time, talk to you later. Thank you so much for tuning in to Successfully Chaotic, where we are driven to help you design your success even in the midst of life's chaos. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. You can also find more at www.successfullychaotic.com or on social media. Reach out and connect. I would love to hear from you.